I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi there, this is Elite, the podcast that gives the insight into life in the Elite Ice Hockey League. We're counting down to the playoff quarterfinals and in Glasgow, you could almost hear the relief on Sunday as they booked their spot in the top eight. The clan needed Guildford Flames to beat five Flyers to claim their place, and after that happened, focus immediately turned to a huge quarterfinal doubleheader with the Belfast Giants. It's been quite the campaign for them and for associate coach Dyson Stevenson who, along with Stephen Dixon and Sean Bhutan, they've done what they set out to do when they took over at the end of October. Dyson joins me now as we talk clan. You're listening to Elite. Dyson, great to have you on Elite with me. I think it's probably fair to say it's not nearly the season you were expecting when you returned to Glasgow, was it? No, definitely not. Um, uh, I came a little later during the season, so that was already a little different for me. Uh, You know, kind of not too sure what I wanted to do uh, or where I was going to go and came a little later, but uh, and then I got here and and things changed pretty rapidly. I think the team was struggling, you know, a lot before I got here. And then even when I got here, we were struggling a bit. And and they made some changes around and and um, ended up being player coach, kind of coach. And uh, wasn't really sure if I was just going to do the straight coaching. And then we had a bunch of injuries. So I ended up uh, playing all year and kind of doing both. So it, it's been a cool experience. Uh something that doesn't happen to many people it's very often anyway. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had uh, a lot of fun doing it. It's been stressful, really stressful at times, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's also been really fun. We'll cover a lot of the season so far um, in a couple of minutes, but as we speak, you're gearing up for the, the quarterfinal playoff with, with Belfast Giants. On paper, it's quite a challenge ahead for the team when you take all that's happened this season into consideration. So how are things going so far, mindful that we are still early in the week as we speak? Yeah, it's going good. I, I think we had a good team talk today uh, before practice. Just, uh, you know, I want to get it through the guys' minds that, you know, even though Belfast is a really good team, and I think everyone knows that, uh, even we know that, is that, you know, nothing's impossible and and it's far from impossible. It's it's two hockey games, um, you know, two games, total points. So, uh, you know, anything can happen there. So I, I think just just the, the majority of the things we're, we're, we want to get through the guys this week is, is just belief that we can beat them. Um, like I said, and I think everyone knows in the room that it's it's going to be a tough task, and but we're but we're not counting our, ourselves out. I think I think we'll have to play pretty close to perfect to beat them, and I think guys know that. So uh, you know the mindset today in our first practice back uh, this week was you know we start practicing perfect, and then uh, you know we string together three really good practices here 
uh, you know, during the week. And then we go into the game on Saturday, uh, you know, hopefully playing perfect. And I think that gives us a good chance to, you know, for us to, to beat those guys. So let's go back to the start of the season. You've already alluded to it. You did come in a little bit later after the season had started. You were part of the team last season under Malcolm Cameron. Were you surprised at just how low things had been compared to when you left the club last year? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think we had last year, was our team was different. We, we had a bunch of, you know, it was Malcolm's first year uh, with the club. So we had to bring in a bunch of guys that, you know, he's, he's never really coached before other than me and, uh, and Matthew Waugh. So, you know, every, every time you get to see a bunch of new players, we did, they didn't really have, you know, we never really had much of a core here, I think, other than, you know, Haywood and, and a couple other guys. So it was different right off the bat, but last year we, you know, we had good goaltending and we battled hard uh, every night. I wouldn't say we were the most skilled team, but uh, I think we worked hard. And then, and then this year, I kind of think they, that he had a different mindset. He added a lot more skill, um, you know, with Hayden and, and McFarland, Dunbar, uh, guys like that. Um, so I think, you know, that the team was projected, uh, projected before the start of the year, uh, you know, to finish a lot higher than, than the start they had. Um, but you know, that, like I've said before, and in, in many of my interviews, once you, you know, you lose a, you know, four five, six, you know, up to 17 in a row, it gets really tough on the guys. And, and it is tough to bounce back from that. You're just, you know, you're just hoping the next game is going to be a win. So you can finally get out of that slump. And then sometimes you don't get out of slumps and it's, it's tough. So I think it's just tough, uh, you know, for the guys and, and even Malcolm and, you know, everyone, the fans and stuff like that, uh, you know, you get on a big losing streak. Sometimes they're hard to get out of, but once you get out of those streaks, um, you know, anything can happen. And unfortunately it took, a long time to get out of that streak and and now we are we're here where we're at now now you've told me before moving into coaching something you'd like to do i think you, you feel you're at a stage of your life where you're starting to, to look at that but the opportunity came sort of more or less out of the blue following malcolm's departure did you feel ready for it at the time or do you feel you've grown into it as time's gone on this season yeah half and half um you know, I was, like I said before, I was looking for, you know, kind of a player coach role in uh, the ECHL, uh, a little closer to home. And, and you know, I, I like when my family can come down and get to see, see me play and, you know, coming down to the end of your career, that's kind of what you want. And it's a little tougher to get over here uh, travel-wise with, you know, work and, and just the distance. So I was kind of leaning towards going back to the ECHL. Uh, things, I had some opportunity there. Uh, I did it didn't really fit right for me. I don't think, um, you know, one was with an old team with Al in Texas where I've been a long time, but they had, uh, an extra veteran spot. So it would have been, you know, kind of, I would have had to go try out and, you know, make a spot. And then other one was in Idaho where they didn't have the player coach opportunity for me. So, um, I decided to come back here and, you know, I kind of just told them that, uh, I guess the upper management that that's, that's why I was late. And then, uh, you know, when things started to crumble there, they, they kind of just brought it up to me and, and I was, uh, you know, excited, but, uh, I thought I was, I, I was ready for it. I mean, obviously not right away, but I think I was ready to take the leadership role and just, you know, make guys, uh, commit to trying to win and get back on page and start winning again. And, and as the years went on, I've, uh, I've realized how, how tough of a job it is, how, how many, 
different roles there is and how many little things you got to do to, you know, be a coach. And I think it's been good for me uh, to learn. Uh, I wouldn't say I was ready right off the bat, but I think I've I've gotten better throughout the year. And and that also comes with, you know, good players. Uh, and then uh, Sean Boutin and, and Dixon, who've been there the whole time helping me. And, and we work really well together. I'm glad you brought those two up because I was going to say it is important that we, we mention uh, Stephen Dixon and Sean Bhutan as well because it's not just been all about you, although you fronted up a lot of the media stuff this year. But the three of you have plotted your way along this season, all through this campaign. So tell us more about how the three of you work together to bring it all together as one. Yeah, you said it perfect. I I really get a you know all, pretty much all the credit, and I don't think I does I did deserve even half the stuff I get I, because. You know, those guys do a lot more than what people see, I think. Um, just my name's kind of out there, uh, you know, as as one of the main guys. So I do get a lot more credit than I deserve, I think. Um, you know, how it works is, you know, Dix, Dix has a lot of experience. Uh, he's playing in many leagues, played high level. Uh, you know, is really close to making the NHL. So he's, he's got a lot of experience. So systemly, he knows a lot of stuff been around a lot um knows the league really well because he was in cardiff he's won with cardiff um so that really helps uh you know a guy that's that really knows the league and what the league's all about um you know how guys play and stuff like that so he does a lot of that stuff um and then he's just a great guy so that really helps in the locker room guys really look up to him and and they feed around uh you know his energy he brings a good laugh to the to the room and then Bhutan, obviously. Um, injured um early but he's another guy that's that's wanted to get into the coaching role um as as long as me so he's he's really took it upon himself to you know he comes to the rink early every day he works really hard does a lot of our video stuff um and then obviously i got to practice so he's running the practices uh you know he's on the whistle he's out there first with the guys that need extra work and then he's the last one off the ice uh helping the goalies and then and then guys that you know, want extra work. So I think it's just, it's just really good. Uh, you know, and I'm kind of just the voice and I kind of, you know, have, have the say, and then, and then I don't even really have the say, I kind of come up with ideas. We all agree on something. And then once we agree upon it, um, then it goes to the team and, and, uh, the guys listen to me and, and it's, it's like, like I said, it's obviously we finished eighth, uh, not what we wanted. We wanted higher, but the position we were in, I think, we did a decent job to, you know, find ourselves in a playoff spot. So what would you say has been the biggest challenge to, to not just to you, to all of you this season and doing this job and putting, bringing all those parts together? Yeah, I think uh, that's a good question. I think the pl like playing and coaching is, it's tough. Uh, you know, I, I, I do think every time I play, I, especially early in the season, I try and, you know, go out of my way to, you know, get respect from, from my teammates, uh, with sticking up for guys, you know, block doing all the little stuff that it takes to win hockey games to try and just, you know, I, I'm not really much of a scorer anymore. So I try and, you know, have to do those little things to get respect from guys. And, and, uh, you know, it's tough, just the coaching and the playing, um, you know, there's been a lot of too probably too many games where I've, I've had nights where I wish I could have been a lot better. And then I, uh, you know, and then it's tough to, to be a voice in the room when, you know, I'm not playing well uh, to these guys that are, that are playing better than me. Um, so that's definitely been tough is, is playing and, you know, you got to pretty much be perfect out there to tell someone what to do. 
Um, so that's been tough for sure. But I think, like I said, I just, you know, I tried to get respect from the guys early. So even when I have an off night, they at least respect uh, the fact that I go out there and try and win. So, but that's definitely been the toughest part, I think, is the playing and coaching part. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And it has been a, a stressful year with one thing or another. You know, when the, the runs of losses were, were stacking up as well, just performances maybe weren't what you were after. How did you deal with it, the, the tough times when, when all that was going on? How did you take yourself away and try and reset in, in your own mind? Yeah. Um, you know, last year, we, me and my fiance here, we, we got out of the house a lot more. I think this year was, you know, there's been a lot more stress uh, for me and, a lot of uh, you know video watching stuff like that um so yeah i just i just leave the rink i i mean it's it's been tough we've had lots of losing streaks but then you know you just got to move on i think this year we took everything one game at a time we weren't looking to the future obviously you're always looking to get into the playoffs so that was in the back of our minds but uh, the point where we were at in the season is we just took one game at a time so you know if we lost five in a row we'd we'd really focus down on that next game. We wouldn't worry about those, try not to worry about those last five games or the three games that, uh, in, in the future, we just look towards that one game and we'd really zone in on that one game and what we got to do to win that game. And, and, you know, that kind of helped me and the guy, uh, the other coaches take our minds off all the losses, but, um, yeah, it's definitely been different. A lot of losing streaks, but and then and then you gotta you know you gotta keep the morale in the room high. It was it's it was a tough year for everyone. Um, so that's one thing I think we really did a good job is you know giving guys the days off that they deserved. You know, a lot of coaches, you're on big losing streaks. It's you're at the rink every day and and you're you know you're trying to get better and working working really hard and you know making guys skate and stuff like that i i didn't think that was the right thing to do this year i think uh giving day, guys days off get away from the rink you know have some fun and then come back and be ready to work and i think that really helped us now not wishing to not not looking to wish the season away at this point of course there is still work to be done but when you do go home at the end of the season and you get a chance to, to sort of reflect on things. What's the biggest thing you'll take from your experience of this season that you can take forward in your career? Yeah, that's another good question. I I think just, um, I, I, it's been tough. I think this is probably the the most losing streaks I've, I've been on, which is really tough um, mentally. And especially when you're the coach, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot riding on you. I, I know, a lot of people didn't have high expectations for us when we stepped in, but I had high expectations for myself. 
and so did the other coaches and the players. So, you know, I think just the willingness to win and, and finding ways to, you know, make playoffs and, and make little goals uh, when things are going bad, I think it's really important to just make little goals to find your way out of it. And I think that's what we did uh, when we had our big games against Fife, Dundee, that we knew we needed to win. Uh, we had goals on on winning those games and the guys bought in, the coaches bought in, everyone bought in. And we found ways to win those 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 little uh, little rewards, I guess I can say. And and so I guess if I could take anything out of it, I guess, is when something's going wrong, you, you just got to find a way to, you know, get out of those little slumps and, and stuff like that. And I guess that, you know, comes with and anything in life is just, you know, finding ways to you know, get out of the bad things and, and move on and look look forward to the future. But how much pride do you take from the fact that going way back, you talked about that 17-game uh, loss, losing streak at the start of the season, to finally getting over that line on, on Sunday, albeit it was out with your hands, you had to rely on Guilford to, to do you a bit of a favour, and then having these two big games to look forward to, you must look back with a, with a, a good bit of pride at the fact you, you've been able to do it after all that adversity. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, you know, I was just more happy for the guys to get in because I think that it's been a tough, tough year for everyone. Um, you know, and everyone's had tough years. I mean, the, you know, guys, Fife had a bunch of injuries, stuff like that. But I think we we went through a little bit extra stuff. But you know, I was happy for the guys. I think they deserved it. Um, like I said, when when we needed to win those big games uh, against the teams that were you know lower than us or, or right with us, there we we managed to, you know, kind of sack up and win those games and work hard and, and we did a good job. So obviously I, I was really happy. I had really one goal when I stepped in as a coach and that was to make playoffs. Um, but that game on Sunday, pretty much right when the game was over, my thoughts were straight to Belfast and, and how good they are and, and what the next step is to, you know, give ourselves the best chance to compete with them. Um, so it was, it was kind of quick. I mean, I was excited for a bit, but, uh, you know, as a coach, you kind of, it doesn't last long. You're, you're excited for a couple of seconds, then you're moving forward to what you're going to do to help the team win uh, the next hockey game. So this weekend, it is the playoffs. It's the clan taking on the Belfast Giants, the league champions, of course, in the quarterfinal stage. I think on paper, you've probably got the biggest challenge from all the teams involved in the playoffs. Is that is that, a, is that something you agree with? And are you happy with the underdog tag coming into this weekend? Yeah, that's for sure. I think, it, you know, you'd be you'd be lying if you said we, we weren't the biggest underdogs in, in the playoffs right now. But uh, yeah, it's, it'd be, it'd be a really good story. And like I said, I, I think if we do play perfect, I think, you know, we can play with them. I think we lost the last time we played and we lost four nothing at home and we were far from perfect. Um, you know, they've had a good, good showing here after Christmas. They've won a lot of games. I think, you know, I'll cancel that last Dundee game out because, you know, they sat a bunch of guys and, and we're obviously, you know, had some fun, but they, they've won, you know, before that they were 18 and two, I believe. Um, so they're a good team that, you know, they got a lot of depth. I think they got four really good lines, um, six or seven, maybe even eight really good defensemen. And then obviously the best, I'd say with the best goalie in the league. Um, so yeah, we're the underdogs, but I like that. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather go in and give it our all, make sure the guys work hard, you know, leave everything on the ice. And, and I mean, there isn't nothing to, you know, leave 
leave anything for it's it could be our last two games but we want more i want more i think it'd be an unbelievable story if if we could find a way to beat those guys get to the final four and then i really think if we can get to that final four um you know we'd have a good chance but like i said we're in tough for sure uh like i said for the millionth time we need to be perfect i think we have potential to be perfect and that'll give us a decent chance to, you know, to win this, these games. And and I think the, the guys all agree on that. You were part of the team last year that were edged out by the Cardiff Devils in the quarterfinals last year. What did you make of, of the experience of a short format playoffs compared to what you're used to? And what are your, your recollections of, of those two games? Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you right now, I don't like the setup at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the way I play is... You know, you you get to playoffs, and uh, you know you want to play you want to play a team seven games in a row. And you want to get under their skin. You want to play them hard, and and uh, you know just like the NHL playoffs. But obviously, that's not the case here. Um, but you know that that's almost good for us. I think you know two seven games against the best team in in the league it would be tough for us. But I think two games you know gives us a better chance. Um, what I take from it is, you know, every shift matters, every goal matters. So obviously a good first period is going to be key for us. Good start, uh, especially in, in Belfast. We know how, how good they are there and how good the fans are there. So a good start is going to be important. And then, you know, when you get scored on, you definitely can't deflate um, because that's when they start scoring more and more goals. And in a two game total point, you can't let that happen. You know, you get scored on, you got to get right back to work and go find a way to get yourself a goal. So um, like I said, I'd like the seven-game series myself, and uh, I'm excited for it. The results against the so-called bigger teams have been hard to come by for the clan this season. How can these games be different as a playoff? I suppose, you, could you say form book goes out the window for these ones? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I think you get to you get to really zone in on the team you're playing. You get, like I said, we get a full week of, you know, me and Bootman are cutting video, Um you know, starting yesterday, we were, we were starting video, so we're going to be showing that all week. Um, you really get to zone in on that team and every little thing they do and and what we can do to beat what they do is is very important. Um, so I think it's, you know, you get that week to just focus on one team and, you know, you're focused on one job. And, and I think in the regular season, even though we wanted to take it one game at a time, I think there's, you know, there's so many other other aspects with the travel and and the schedule and you know making playoffs and watching other teams who's got to beat who and and now you can just focus up on that one team and and really dial it into what it's going to take to beat that team so i think uh you know i like i like that uh you know you get a full week to you know zone in on that one team and and go from there so to finish off dyson where can belfast be beaten when you look at the players they've had, your previous meetings against them, where is their weakness? Have you identified one yet? <laughs> they don't have much weaknesses. I'll tell you that right now. They're <laughs> they're a good team. I think defensively, they obviously they like to they like to play in the offensive zone, uh, and they're really good at it. I think that's that's the best part of their game is you know turning over pucks and, and going on the forecheck, and they're really good offensively. So, I think where where we'll need to beat them is be playing in their end. I think their defense are good. Uh, they're not great. Um, they don't like to be hit. I don't think um, 
they don't spend a lot of time in their own end. And, you know, that's why they score so many goals. And that's why they've been so good of late is because they're not in their end very much. And I think if we can get the puck in their end and work their D, uh, you know, get a lot of shots on the, on a really good goalie and go to the net. Um, you know, I think that's where they can be beat. So, you know, obviously we got to keep the puck out of our, our own end. Uh, you know, we haven't been playing well defensively of late. We're going to work on that throughout this week. Um, but I mean, a good defense is, is being in the offensive zone the whole time. So we're going to do our best we can to work on our offensive ability, keep the puck in their end, be hard on their defense, and then get pucks to the net with traffic on the big goalie. That's all from this episode of Elite, and I want to extend my thanks to Glasgow Clans Associate Coach Dyson Stevenson for his time. Also on Elite, I spoke to Cardiff Devils Director of Hockey Operations, Neil Francis, for his recollection of their winning playoff campaign last year. Plus, you can still hear former Belfast Giants hero Colin Shields giving his thoughts in our Monday review. Subscribe and download now from your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Amazon and Apple, and new episodes will drop as and when they're ready. We're on social media too, so follow us on Twitter at underscore EliteIH and like Elite Podcast on Facebook. I'll return soon for another episode of Elite. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now. Sports Social Podcast Network.